A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. We do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, about those who have fallen asleep, so that you may not grieve like the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose, so too will God, through Jesus, bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Indeed, we tell you this on the word of the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will surely not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself, with the word of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, will come down from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore console one another with these words. Oh, I 
Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had grown up, and went, according to his custom, into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. He stood up to read and was handed a scroll of the prophet Isaiah. He unrolled the scroll and found the passage where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor, He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. Rolling up the scroll, he handed it back to the attendant and sat down, and the eyes of all in the synagogue looked intently at him. He said to them, Today this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke highly of him, and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They also asked, is this not the son of Joseph? He said to them, surely you will quote to me this parable. Physician, cure thyself, and say, do here in your native place the things that we heard were done in Capernaum. And he said, Amen, I say to you, no prophet is acceptable in his native place. Indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in times of Elijah, when the sky was closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine spread over the entire land. It was to none of these that Elijah was sent, but only to a widow in Zarephath in the land of Sidon. Again, there were many lepers in Israel during the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard this, they were all filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town had been built to hurl him down headlong. But he passed through the midst of them and went away. Verbum Domini. We hear in the law about the year of Jubilee. This was every 50th year. And this is the proclamation of the Jubilee, that all the lands that were passed around and all the the debts that were given, that all these were to be forgiven. 
And there's little evidence, if not none, that the Jubilee was never lived out as proclaimed uh, to Moses. When we often have a sense, or often, uh, that had we walked with Jesus or been with Jesus during his earthly sojourn, we would have gladly received him, and that we would have been those, among those who went prostrate at his feet. And it seems, I mean, really it's part of the gospel because we see it in, in the apostles who all went away even though they heard him proclaim all these wonderful things and saw him do all these wonderful things and yet abandon him, if not betray him as Judas, that... So... Hearing this, you know, so Jesus is coming to his hometown, so they got to know him more than anyone else. You know, almost, say, I don't know, less, a little less than 30 years because he was in Egypt for a time. And, but uh, they knew him well. And yet they also misjudge him because Joseph, as we know, is not the true father, just the adoptive father of Jesus. And yet, they too wish to kill him. Because the truth that speaks truly is more deeply challenging than we could ever imagine. That the God of love challenges us into the depths of who we are, such that no matter where we are in the spiritual life, toward, except for towards the end, you know, we too at times want to throw Jesus off the hill. <laughs> so we can know him very well and yet wonder, what are you doing in my soul? He's proclaiming this. Glad tidings to the poor. Proclaim liberty to captives, that is us. Sight to the blind, that is us. Letting the oppressed go free. This is a continual proclamation of our Lord, challenging our, our even our, our best uh, insights into who he is. And allowing that to challenge our hope you know, so we are not to be, not to grieve like the rest who have no hope, but to, to trust entirely in the work of Christ in our souls.